Do you feel that your to-do list is just managing the day-to-day and you don't have time for the things you feel are important? Well, that's the issue I'm answering this week. Hello and welcome to episode 191 of the Working With podcast, a podcast to answer all your questions about productivity, time management, self-development and goal planning. My name is Carl Pauline and I am your host for this show. Now, I get a lot of questions about to-do lists and why they become lists of urgent and short-term and unimportant tasks, leaving you with little to no time for doing work you want to do. It's a big problem for many people and often leads people into quitting a system or wasting time trying to find new apps that may or more likely not solve the problem. Fortunately, there is a fix and that is what I will share with you today. Now, before we get to the question, I'd just like to say, if you don't already know, I have a YouTube channel with almost a thousand videos on Todoist and Evernote and productivity and goal planning tips and tricks. It's really where my productivity coaching and teaching began. I also have an extensive blog on my website that is likely to have answers to many of your questions. So if you're looking for answers to productivity, goal planning and time management problems, check out these places. I'm sure you'll find a lot of answers there. All the links to these sites are in the show notes, but if you don't want to go there, just remember carlpauline.com. Okay, on with the show. And that means it's time for me now to hand you over to the mystery podcast voice for this week's question. This week's question comes from Oliver. Oliver asks, Hi, Carl. Thank you for all the content you provide. It's a treasure box of information. I have a question. I started using a to-do list about six months ago. And in the early days, it worked. But now, I find I spend all my time just checking off low-value tasks given to me by other people, and I just don't have time to work on my goals. Do you have any tips on making my to-do list work better? Hi, Oliver. Thank you for your question. This is a common problem and one that can occur when we start using digital to-do lists. In our enthusiasm to get stuff into the to-do list, we throw all sorts of things in there. In many ways, this is important because we need to make collecting a habit. I remember when I first started using a digital to-do list on my phone. It felt strange picking up my phone in a meeting to add a task. I got a a little better when I began using an iPad in meetings. But even that was uncomfortable at first because being an early adapter, many people in the meeting looked at me with a weird face. Adding a lot of unnecessary tasks to your task manager is almost a rite of passage for anyone wanting to master to-do lists. It's impossible to know what tasks we'll need to remember and which ones we will forget. So we need to collect everything. 
Indeed, to become more effective at processing, we need to practice and the only way to practice is to throw everything into your to-do list, right? However, as you say, Oliver, eventually this method leaves us with to-do lists that are overwhelming and often focuses our attention on the latest and loudest tasks and these tasks don't necessarily move much forward. So, how do you make your to-do list more effective? Well, you need to step back and develop your goals and areas of focus. I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that if you are planning on doing a summer reset, you should use the opportunity to step back and think about what you want, your long-term goals, as well as your areas of focus. You see, these need to be the foundational tasks that go into your to-do list. The tasks and action steps you need to perform regularly to move you towards achieving those goals and also maintaining and growing the things you have identified as being important to you, your areas of focus. Without identifying these, you create a vacuum. You see, human beings, Beings are actually human doings. We thrive when we are doing things. That could be repairing a bicycle, pottering around in the garden or planning a trip. We love doing. If you've ever spent all day lazing in bed watching TV or scrolling through your social media, how do you feel at the end of the day? It's never a positive feeling, is it? We usually feel guilty for wasting the day and have a headache and just feel physically bad. This means that your to-do list will always be, want to be filled with something. We will always want to put something on there. And the truth is, there will always be far more we want to do or have to do than we realistically have time for. In many years to come, you will be laying on your deathbed and you'll still have things to do on your to-do list. So, when it comes to filling that vacuum, you have a choice. Either you fill it with other people's tasks, tasks that come from your boss, colleagues and customers, or you start with making sure you fill it with your own goals and areas. Your work tasks are likely to form the biggest block of tasks, but you want to be very careful to make sure that block is not the only block of tasks you have on there. Yes, your employed work is important. If you are of working age, it's likely to fill up a large percentage of your tasks, but your work is not your whole life. It's a part of your life and your to-do list needs to reflect that. You may have career-related goals, I know I have, but they are not your only goals. You will have many personal goals too and each goal has its own set of tasks that need to be repeated each week in order to keep them moving forward. It's these tasks that should take centre stage in your to-do list. Now, while your goals and areas of focus should be at the centre of your daily tasks, there will be times when work on your or your personal life requires you to focus all your attention on something specific. 
That's perfectly normal. You just have to deal with these when they arise. Problems will rise if this is happening every day. It means you need to look at the way you are doing your work. Doing your everyday work effectively means you need to develop processes to make doing that work as efficiently as possible. For instance, if your work involves a lot of emailing back and forth, you're going to find it very difficult to remain focused for long periods of time to do work that requires you to focus. Now, I've worked with salespeople who spend all day jumping on any email arriving from a customer as if it's a hot rock. Now, I don't know anyone today who treats email as a method of urgent communication. If a customer emails you, I can promise you it's not urgent. If you're replying to their email within minutes of its arrival, what message are you sending your customer? Now, some may think it sends a message that the customer is important to them, when in reality, the message relayed is you don't have very much work to do. Obviously, because you reply to emails so fast. You can't be working on anything important if you jump on an email the moment it arrives. Delaying your reply by an hour or two sends the message you want to convey. The email is important, but so is your work. If something was important, you'd get a phone call, not an email. Now, I've recently been studying how pilots do their work. In one video entitled A Day in the Life of a First Officer, the pilot began their day by getting the flight's manifest via email and expected combined passenger and cargo weight. They need this to calculate the amount of fuel required for the flight. They then get the weather forecast for their flight to anticipate any potential dangers and to know if they're likely to have to divert from their original flight path. Again, impacting the amount of fuel that will be required. Once they arrive at the airport, there is a flight briefing conducted by the captain. And then after boarding the plane, they get the final weight figures and flight path plus updates on the weather. Everything a pilot does is checklisted. It's a process they follow every flight. Nothing is ever missed and everything is recorded. With such attention to detail to the process, a pilot's work is made much more efficient. And it's largely the reason why there are so few plane accidents caused by pilot error. Now, I'm not suggesting you need to checklist your work, but you want to be looking for ways you can turn your work into a more efficient process. For instance, if you usually have people to follow up, create a tag or label in your to-do list and make sure you add any follow-ups there. This keeps your follow-ups all in one place. Then all you need do is set aside time each day to clear that day's follow-ups. However, there are a lot of benefits to checklisting your day. For one, you're unlikely to miss anything important. And for another, you're going to become a lot more efficient at doing your work because you're not having to decide what needs doing next because your checklist will tell you. 
Another way to make sure your to-do list is working for you rather than against you is to follow the 2 plus 8 prioritization method. For those of you who are not familiar with this method, it's a way to prioritize your day. You select two tasks, your objectives, that must be done today, and eight other tasks that you should do. Make sure you have a way to highlight these and you decide on them the evening before. Then, when you begin the day, you only focus on these tasks. If something important comes up through, through the day, you can assess its importance against your 2 plus 8 list and make a decision. But for the most part, you want to stay focused on clearing these 10 tasks as quickly as possible. This is a superb way of making sure the important things are being done each day. Make sure this list of 10 tasks are not just work tasks either. You want to be looking for balance. Now, Monday to Friday may be more focused on your work, but that does not necessarily mean they should all be work-related. As a guide, I usually have one work objective and one personal objective each day, and six other work tasks, leaving two slots, if you like, for personal tasks. It helps to keep my work and personal goals moving forward. Now, this does not mean you only do 10 tasks each day. I would not include my regular routines in this list. Routines just need to be done, but they are not moving goals or projects forward, so they are relegated to the end of the day unless they are time-specific. So, if you want your to-do list to be more effective, begin building it from your long-term goals and areas of focus. Make these tasks the core of your day, then build everything else on top of that. Look for ways to build processes and checklists. The more you repeat something, the better and faster you will become at doing them. As they say, practice makes perfect. But do be on the lookout for making the process more efficient. And one final tip. When you build a process for doing your work, try to fix the work you are doing in your calendar. For example, I have a communications hour each day for when I deal with my messages and emails. This avoids me having to be constantly looking at my email all day. I also have blocks of time for writing and recording so that I know each week I have sufficient time to deal with the work that must be done each week. I hope that helps, Oliver. And, th and again, thank you for your question. And thank you to you for listening too. It just remains for me now to wish you all a very, very productive week. <laughs> <laughs>